Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. So in the last video, we talked a little bit about the story of Joseph. In that video, we went right into the story of Judah, his brother. But today, I want to focus a little bit more on Joseph and something that he does that is so powerful and so influential and something that we can learn from. We find in the book of Genesis chapter 39, verses 6 through 18, it says, Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance, and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought to us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like these, saying, This Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to mock me. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. See, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. But in the, in this story, he finds favor. God gives him favor with Potiphar, who was very influential in Egypt. And Joseph is now placed in this position of power in, his, in Potiphar's house. And as he's positioned in this place of power and influence and authority, Potter's wife is tempting Joseph to sleep with her. And really what was happening is he was being, he was being tempted to sin. But something interesting that we read in this, in this chapter is as Joseph is saying no to Potiphar's wife, he says something very, very important. He says, I cannot sin against God. See, Joseph was not trying to do what was right just for the sake of Potiphar. Joseph was not trying to do what was right just for the sake of himself or for, or for Potiphar's wife or for his, his position or, or the, the favor that he had. Joseph was saying no to Potiphar's wife to please God. Now, Joseph was a man who had a dream. God had given Joseph a dream. God had given him a purpose and God had given him something to live for. And I believe that what Joseph, what was happening in Joseph's mind is he, was, he understood that he, if he said yes to Potiphar's wife and if he chose to sin against God, then the very dream that God had given Joseph would not come to pass. Joseph was so obedient and loyal to God that he was willing to say no to sin in order to say yes to God. We're challenged in many different ways in our lives to say no to things and to say yes to people and, and we're pulled in many different directions. But can I encourage you today that you cannot say yes to everybody. You can't give everybody your best. You can't give everybody your yes. You can't give everybody your full attention. You can't give everybody your full devotion. But what we can do is give our yes, our devotion, 
and our attention to God. God should be the one that we want to please the most. And when we say yes to God, that means saying no to people. That means saying no to some opportunities, but that definitely means saying no to sin. When we say yes to God, we're saying yes to our purpose. We're understanding that God has called us to something great. So if I want to fulfill that great thing that God has called me to, then I must say no to anything that does not fit in the purpose that God has given me. We have to understand that our purpose can impact a life today, that God has called us to make a difference today. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has already purposed your life. God has already given you a destiny. We cannot say yes to sin and yes to God at the same time. We must say no to sin and yes to God because we understand that we have a purpose. God has purposed your life for something great. Don't sell it for something cheap. See, Joseph didn't just have purpose, but I believe that Joseph was walking in the power of God. See, we have purpose, but we also have power. Genesis 41 verse 38 says, And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? This is a description of Joseph. When Joseph said no to sin, Joseph didn't say no out of his own ability or his own power. But Joseph said no because he had the power of God to say no to sin. We understand that we have purpose. We understand that God has called us to do something great. But we also have to understand that we, in that purpose, we also have power that is given to us by God in order to walk and live a life that will lead us to that place of purpose, that will put us in the destiny that God has called us to fulfill. We have purpose and we have power, and it's the Holy Spirit who gives us the ability to live right. You may say, why well, I, I try and I try and I try to do what's right. And I try to say no to sin. It's not just about trying. Yes, we have to make practical decisions. We have to do practical things in order to say no to sin. But really, it's relying on the power of the Holy Spirit. See, I believe Joseph, he knew that he had a purpose. He knew that God had a plan for his life. And he walked in the power of God to fulfill that plan. And we too have a purpose. God has purposed us. He's given us destiny. But in order to fulfill that purpose, we have to walk and live in the power of God. But how do we do that? How do we, how do we rely on this power? Because sometimes we make it about really about religious things and, and, and with traditional things. And if I could just do what's right, and if I could just, you know, become more disciplined, and if I could just become, if I could just form better habits in my life, then I can do those things that are right, then I can live right. But what if, it's not just about doing, doing, doing. What if it's about the proximity we have with God? What if in order to do what's right, in order to fulfill our purpose, and in order to walk in that power, we have to have proximity to God. We have to have a close relationship. I believe that Joseph knew he had purpose. He walked in his power, but he was also close to God. So it mattered to Joseph that he said no to sin because he did not want to upset God. I found in my life that when I try to make it about just doing what's good or just being a good person, that's when it becomes difficult. But when I really realize that the decisions that I make in my life today will affect the heart of God, 
I don't want to hurt his heart. I don't want to be far away from God, but I want to be close to him. And when we're close to him, we can walk in the power that he gives us to say no to sin, to say no to things that don't please him. So what can we learn from Joseph? We can learn to say no to temptation and no to sin because we understand these three things, that we have a purpose, that we have power from God, and that we're in, we're, we have proximity to God. We have close relationship with the Lord. And when we have that close relationship with the Lord, I want to say no to anything that hurts his heart. In James 4, 4, it says, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. We can say no to the world and no to sin because we want to say yes to God. So again, you have a purpose. Don't fall into the temptation. Don't let, don't let your sin and those, those things pull you away from God because you have purpose. And you can say no to those things because you have power from the Holy Spirit. And we have purpose and we have power when we have proximity with God, when we're close to the Lord. Don't sell your relationship with God for anything. Say no to the world. Say no to sin and no to temptation so that you can say yes to God. I hope this message encouraged you. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate.